Welcome to Amplify Your Voice Day 2. This episode is going to be a little different because it's not so much focused on the marketing of your business, but it's focused on who is running your business and that's your authentic self or who's hiding from your business because your authenticity needs to shine in order for you to feel like you have hit the lottery, like you are living your best life in your life, in your business, in your marriage, and I'm going to teach you how to communicate, set boundaries, and feel authentic in all of those areas. Today's episode is focusing on feeling authentic, discovering what that looks like for you, and how to incorporate that into your current marketing. In my last episode, I covered some things that could be stopping you from speaking your authentic message, even at the subconscious level, especially at the subconscious level, that is the most powerful thing. It's the 97% of your brain that makes the decisions. So you're only tending to the 3%, the logical side, the side that you can actually tap into. But the 97%, That is what is calling the shots. And that was actually formed since you were in the womb until you were about seven years old. So the seven-year-old that made the assumptions about life, that made the assumptions about what was safe, about what you should and shouldn't do, is the seven-year-old in your brain steering the ship of your life and your decisions. It's a really interesting concept. And that spills over into your marketing, into your niche, into everything that you do. Our subconscious is the driver of everything we think, say, and do. There's something I'm seeing a lot in the online space, and it's such a beautiful thing to witness because it's the evolution of women as mothers, as wives, and especially as entrepreneurs. I have so many people in my world that I see that are stepping into a new era. Some would call it pivoting. I call it expanding into your authenticity. Some people have taken a season to sit back, reevaluate, and decide what's important to me. What do I really want to be talking about? How do I want to help people? How do I want to show up and impact the world? And all of that has to do with you evolving into your authentic self. Now, I know that this word is so used in the marketing world, in the coaching world. You have to feel aligned. Aligned was a big one a couple years ago. You have to feel authentic. You have to share your truth, speak your message. This series is called Amplify Your Voice, but it's so true. No matter how you paint the picture, if you are showing up as a version of you that doesn't feel authentic, something will always be off to you and to your audience. And let me tell you, your audience can smell that catfish a million miles away. And we are kind of catfishing people if we're only showing up as part of ourselves. Now, I completely understand if you are a bookkeeper, they don't need to know that you were the number one jello shot winner in your college uh, competition, but maybe they do need to know other things about you that show how fun you are that show that you live life to the fullest, that show that you take risks if it means that it's going to enrich your life. That's the undertone of the things that you do and the things that motivate you. And people like you will be attracted to that. Even though your service is bookkeeping, who you are is so much more. And it's about time we start showing up like that online. In my last episode, we covered the message that only you can speak and what's stopping you from putting it out there into the world in the most authentic way that brings you joy and clients because that's what we're in this space for right is to make money by being ourselves and that sounds very fluffy but I have a very practical approach to it and it all comes down to being authentic 
it speaks to who you are. It makes you multidimensional. You're not just talking robotically about the thing that you sell, the thing that you sell, the transformation you give. Like be a real person sometimes. And that is my approach to everything that I do. I can't just be the communication coach. I can't just be the marriage coach. There is so much more to me. One day I'll talk about how it's very important to me to be more than a mom, that I am a mom and that is one of my roles and it's a part of who I am, but it's not my complete identity. Does that have to do directly with communication coaching or marketing? No, but it's who I am and I want people to see that side of me. So how do I incorporate that into my marketing? Well, you just show up as yourself. And I'm not saying, you know, say all these wild things. What I'm saying is, especially when it comes to your work background, your career, your education, find the common thread. So the first way to make sure that you are using your authentic voice in your marketing is to stop focusing on the experience and start focusing on the skill and how that ties into what you are doing today. As an editor for over 15 years, My skill is telling a story. My skill is cutting out the things that don't move the content along. And that is why I'm such a good writer and I am such a good storyteller with words because I know how to edit. I I can look at something objectively, take the emotion out and say, okay, well, I like this detail, but will this move the person along as they read? And that's really important in your content. So when thinking about what we talked about in the first episode, by now hopefully you have pinpointed the things that are stopping you from speaking the message that you want to speak. And it doesn't have to be this extreme thing. Maybe you are a website designer. I always use that example, but maybe you're a website designer and people are very much against websites now. You don't need that, don't waste time. Well, you need to show up and say, yes, you do need this and the reasons why. And you have to be so convinced of that so that the other people can absorb that conviction and say, you know what? Yeah, I do need a website. Like, what am I doing without a website? And I need you to be the one to do it. And that's how we have to show up authentically. So the first episode we talked about What is stopping you even subconsciously from talking about those things? Is it the old thoughts and old beliefs that you had about yourself? Or is it you getting in your own way because you want things to be so perfect? And I totally identify with that. So now that you have a better idea of the things that light you up and the things that you want to say, you have to make sure you're saying it to the right person who can see the value in what you offer. A lot of times we're taught in marketing to talk about the struggle. You're struggling to lose those five pounds. You're struggling to sleep at night. You're struggling to keep your kids under control and stop their tantrums. But a lot of times, the person that is in the struggle isn't necessarily looking to change, isn't necessarily willing to pay for a solution. So you have to make sure you are talking to what I call your Goldilocks client. Now, Goldilocks had a few phases in the story. There was the phase when she was walking out of her house, looking around, chasing butterflies, staring at the trees. There was the phase where she got into the house and was sitting and falling on chairs. So you have to identify the person in your world that is ready to eat the porridge, that is ready to say, I want the change and I want to do the work. Because if you're constantly speaking to the person in the struggle, reminding them of how much their life sucks without you, 
the Goldilocks that's breaking chairs and saying, well, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, your message isn't going to resonate with the right audience and you're going to call in nightmare clients. So make sure that your content, your efforts, your writing is directed to the right Goldilocks because she'll be able to see that your offer is the most amazing thing. It's the thing she's been looking for her whole life and ready to sign on and know that you are the one who has designed the transformation process that's going to change her life or business or whatever it is that you help her with and then go all in on that message. And the thing is, unless you have years of experience and you have your ideal client, your niche, whatever it is that you focus on 100% nailed in, then it's okay to experiment a little bit. It's okay to talk to a different version of the person that you enjoy working with so that you can start attracting more people and working with different people, that's okay. And I think we see these people online who are super successful and they can just put out anything and it sells in five minutes. But what we forget to realize or even acknowledge after they tell us is sometimes they've been in business five years, eight years, or they've just continued on what their career has been. So it feels natural to them. They know exactly what to do. But for those of us who have been in business less than five years, sometimes it can still feel like we are starting over again, especially when we amplify our voice and mention things that we haven't really mentioned before about us or a specific area of our industry that we want to work in. And so it's okay to start. It's okay to pause. It's okay to shift, pivot, whatever you want to call it, I'm giving you permission to do that and not be married to the first idea you came up with when you decided you wanted to do whatever it is that you're doing online. So this is just a quick episode teaching you how to incorporate what I talked about in the first episode. And then next episode is going to be super different. And I'm going to be sharing what's really, really on my heart right now and a little bit of a pivot that I'm doing, I think it's so important to feel authentic in your messaging, in your marketing, and I know that we see people do things a certain way, and it's like, we wanna treat it like a math problem, one plus one is two, right? Do what they do and get the same result, and it just never works out that way, and it's very frustrating, you get very burnt out, you get very resentful of your business, and the reason is because you're not showing up authentically in the way that feels good. You know, email works for some gurus, once a year launches work for other gurus, but maybe what works for you is showing up live once a week and sharing your heart and doing things that way. And that's okay. Finding your footing in your marketing is so important because that's the only way you're going to continue. It's not a copy and paste thing. As much as people want to say, like, sign up for my 12-step formula, in marketing, you know, we're all different personalities. We're all different goals and values, and it doesn't always work out, and that's okay. And I want to wrap up with something that I talk about often, and I'm, this won't be the last time I talk about it. Sometimes we need to forgive ourselves for past investments. We are all in the industry of sales. If you have an online business, you need to sell. Or you don't have much of a business. I don't like saying you have an expensive hobby. I think that that sounds kind of rude and it's dismissive and it's just belittling because if you haven't made a lot of money yet, if you haven't gotten financial stability yet, there's a reason you're still learning, you're still figuring things out and you're not wrong for that. So maybe at some point you came across a program that was sold so beautifully, packaged so perfectly and you're like, this is it. This, when I join this thing, when I learn this thing, 
Um, it's going to be amazing. That is the thing that's going to propel my business to the next level. And then it just didn't end up happening that way. And so now you get nervous about investing again. You get nervous about trusting yourself. It turns into this whole thing of, well, last time I did that and look at the result, I'm still paying off the credit cards. And so you have to forgive yourself for that investment. And I believe that we learn from every investment, we learn from every experience, and if you're smart about it, you can apply those things to your future learnings, to your future strategies, whatever way you wanna incorporate it, but forgive yourself because you're still stuck in that investment, in that decision, so you can't move on and make better decisions or decisions that are gonna take you to the place that you wanna be. So I wanted to share that. I had to record, pick up like 4,500 times and record this in like all these different locations. So if you heard the little nuances in the audio, thank you for sticking through. Um, if you could share this with one friend that you know this would help, go ahead and share this right now. Let them know that this will be helpful and make sure to subscribe so that you know when my next episode is available. And if you follow me on Facebook, can you just send me a DM and know that you're in my world here in the podcast world? It would be really fun to know who's listening and what you got out of it. And I will leave the link to my DMs in the show notes so we can chat a little bit. I hope this was helpful to you and liberating as it has been to me as I apply it to my life. See you guys in the next episode.